the gospel is Christ in me, Christ in me. Today, church, I want to share with all of you about how to read your Bible. How to interpret your Bible. How to understand the Bible. You might have often heard me say, read it in the context. So how do we read? How do we understand? What is it trying to say? Because most often, most of the believers, they all know for sure, God's word is inspired. Every scripture is God-breathed. And God speaks to his people through his word, through the Holy Spirit. So every time we need life's answers, we open our Bible. So when you open your Bible to find answers to your questions, to find direction to your problems, how do you interpret the Bible? How do you understand the way it has to be understand? Because the Word of God says, rightly dividing the word. It is very important that you rightly divide God's word. Let me show you the first scripture for today. The book of John chapter 5 verse number 38. The very scripture spoken by Jesus. But you do not have his word abiding in you because whom he sent him you do not believe. You search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify of me. Wow, what an amazing scripture. Here it talks about the word not abiding in them. Jesus is talking to the Pharisees and he is telling them, you search the scripture and you think you have eternal life. What is the meaning of this scripture? What is this word trying to say? What is this verse trying to explain from this Words, we understand there is difference between the word of God and the scripture. When it says the word that came out of the mouth of God, the words that Jesus is saying and the scripture that he's talking about, the word and scripture, what is the difference? You must know this. The word and the scripture because Jesus often made clear distinguish between them. When Jesus spoke in the book of Matthew, where he says, I have not come to abolish the law, I have come to fulfill the law. I will read that scripture. You see it for yourself. The book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 17 to 18. Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For assuredly, I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one title will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Amen. 
here jesus is talking about the law he said i have come to fulfill the law and in the other portion after jesus rose from the dead when he meets the disciples on the way on the road to emmaus he expounds the scriptures from the law the prophets from moses to the psalms about himself i want you to see that scripture luke chapter 24 verse number 44 then he said to them these are the words which i spoke to you while i was still with you that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of moses and the prophets and the psalms concerning me amen it says jesus spoke and expounded about the law the prophets and the moses and the psalms jesus made a clear distinguish about the law and the moses and the psalms he was calling it as the scripture understand this when the bible says that all scripture is god breed in second timothy chapter 3 verse number 16 all scripture is god breed that is inspired by god it is helpful for doctrine for correction for reproof it is helpful for teaching it is very helpful for every one of us that is for ecclesia now all scripture is not the word of god all scripture are not the sayings of jesus all scripture is not the gospel stay with me to understand this more in detail when the bible says all scriptures is god breed no doubt the every scripture that is written in the word of god is inspired by god written by the prophets prophets written by the hands of men but inspired by the holy spirit holy spirit was the wave holy spirit was helping them to sail through as peter says helping them to sail through and to write what god inspired them to write but then all scripture is not the word of god because the book of john chapter 1 verse number 1 it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god amen so the word of god when it says the word of god that means it is the word spoken from the mouth of god in the bible we see all scriptures are pointing out to jesus no doubt everything is giving us one single theme the theme of redemption it is one single message message of the cross message of the son but all scriptures are not proceeded not spoken from the mouth of god when the when devil 
tempted Jesus. You remember, devil uh, took Jesus at the temptation episode to the mountain and Jesus kept rebuking, fighting, using the scripture. Jesus said, it is written. Jesus quoted the Old Testament. Jesus quoted Deuteronomy. Oh, there is power. There is power in the Bible. So when Jesus quoted the Old Testament, Jesus quoted Deuteronomy, devil had no power. Devil could not face him. Devil could not stand. And devil had to leave. And Jesus every time mentioned it is written. So every scripture is written for a purpose. Every scripture is written for Jesus. Uh, uh, it's pointing out to Jesus that every scripture will be fulfilled. You remember when... Um, in the garden of Gethsemane, when the bandit, when the Roman soldiers came to arrest Jesus, at that time, Jesus made such a profound statement saying, I was all the time with you in the temple teaching the scriptures. I was with you all the time. Now, why have you come like this to arrest me? It is so that the scripture may be fulfilled. It says in the book of Matthew. So everything that is written is for, for, for it to point out to Jesus. It is a prophecy about Jesus. In the book of Psalms, whatever the psalmist quoted, that uh, the words that Jesus spoke on the cross, my Lord, my Lord, why have you forsaken me? He's, he spoke the words, I thirst. All these words were already written in the scripture. But what did Jesus say in Matthew chapter 4 verse number 4? He said, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is proceeds. It is in the present tense. It proceeds from the mouth of God. Jesus did not say every word that proceeds from the mouth of Job, from the mouth of Satan, from the mouth of Jephthah, from the mouth of Judas. Jesus said every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Amen. That is the word that we live by. That word, Jesus said, sanctify us with the word, with thy word. Thy word is the truth. John 17, 17. That is the word, the word that proceeds from the mouth of God. That is the word, the word that became flesh and dwelt amongst us in John chapter 1 verse 14. It is the word, the spoken word of God, which became flesh and that spoken word of God, the word became the seed and that is the seed which Peter is calling as the incorruptible seed. In 1 Peter chapter 1 verse number 23 we are not born of an incorruptible seed but of an incorruptible seed which is the word of God. Amen. It proceeded from the mouth of God. It is the word of God. Revelation chapter 19 verse 11 it says, Jesus, oh, his robe is dipped in blood. He has another name. That name is the word of God. And the Colossians 3.16 says, may the word of Christ, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Amen. It's not 
the law that has to dwell in you richly it is not any every other uh, scripture which is pointing out and every other scripture which they have spoken and god has written for correction for reproof not that scripture that god is talking about he very clearly has written in colossians 3:16 let the word of christ dwell in you richly and how does faith come my dear friend faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of christ very clearly romans chapter 10 verse 17 it is word of christ it is word of god in the beginning was the word the logos word the rema word the numa word the word of god the spoken word of god the word which created all things the spoken word he said let there be and everything came into existence the spoken word of god which has the power in itself to fulfill for what it was sent my word shall not return back void says the word of god isaiah 55 verse number 11 the word which god sent that is jesus himself the word of god it shall not return back void it has not returned back to the father void jesus rose as the first fruit jesus took all of us the trophy in his hands jesus took the jesus took the fruit jesus took the harvest we the brethren the ecclesia jesus took and went to the father the word did not written back void and you must live by this word that proceeds from the mouth of god so when you read your bible understand see whether it's a scripture whether it's a law whether it is written for a purpose for understanding for reproof for correction as it says in second timothy chapter 3 verse number 16 so understand so that you will be able to very clearly distinguish wish how to interpret understand and live by the word of god amen glory to god what amazing uh, revelation this is church i remember when i was a new believer uh, as a teenager i didn't know how to hear god how to know the word of god uh, though uh, though i was i am his sheep and he is my shepherd the bible says my my sheep knows my voice and his voice uh, and his written word and the voice of god never contradicts but what we do whenever we want any answers when we want to know what god wants to say we say god speak to me and then we open the bible and then we say okay god i think you have to speak to me again and then we open the bible god i want answer what college to join i want answer whom shall i marry what shall i do next god can you please guide me what is that you want from me i open the bible that's not how we read because when we read like that you know <laughs> you will misinterpret and misquote and you will give room to satan because in the bible there are the words of god there are the words of people such as job job's friends eliphaz bildad zophar elihu there are the words of moses words of jephtha the wrong woe that he did there are the words of judas there are words of satan so you must know what are those words the word should proceed out of the mouth of god 
say you you want to know some answer and someone is uh, sad and depressed and he opens the bible and he goes to the portion where uh, the judas is depressed after he betrayed jesus and then it says judas threw the um, silver he threw the silver coins and he went and hanged himself and if someone reads that scripture and and interprets okay god wants me to hang myself is it right absolutely wrong you cannot read like that and you remember a young man came to jesus asking what shall what shall i do to inherit eternal life jesus said go sell all your possessions and give to the poor to inherit eternal life if you take that scripture literally and to inherit eternal life if any heathen a person who has no covenant or anybody if he goes and sells all his possessions and give to the poor do you think he can buy eternal life absolutely not that is not what that scripture is talking about that's why you must read in the context you must interpret it correctly if someone reads that and says okay god wants me to be poor and god wants me to give away all my possessions god does not want me to have abundance and he goes and gives away do you think that is the will of god absolutely not then what about all the scriptures which says god delights in your prosperity what about the scripture i have come that you may have life and life in abundance what about that uh, in in the book of uh, deuteronomy it says you will have plenty yes what about that so you must understand that correctly you cannot take out of the context you cannot take any scripture what job has told the lord gave and the lord has taken away oh this is in the scripture indeed it is god inspired for you and for me to know that job had no covenant for you and for me to know at that time man had lost authority and satan had his position there in heaven before the lord the the place of the adam and there are a lot of things behind that so god has written that so we cannot take that scripture and keep blaming god that he has taken away your job he has taken away your your happy married life he has taken away your children it's wrong interpretation you cannot do that so you must know what the bible is saying when it says scripture law the prophets it is so powerful because the bible itself the bible says in the book of second corinthians i'll read that scripture for you it says the letter kills the letter kills so the the, the one who is under the law law is the strength of sin so when the bible says the law is the strength of sin and the bible says the letter kills then what is that that gives life the verse continues the spirit gives life now what is the spirit John 6:63 My words are spirit and they are life these words that I speak to you are spirit and life Jesus said so the word that has proceeded out of the mouth of God the words that Jesus has spoken those words that word we call it as the word of God 